Hi, and welcome to the Little Bite of Everything podcast. This podcast is for foodies, life enthusiasts, creatives, deep thinkers, you name it. We believe in the power of insightful conversations. So let's buy down on diverse topics, discussing our personal perspectives and experience. What are we waiting for? Let's Let's dig dig in. in. Hi, have you eaten yet? Welcome back to A Little Bite of Everything, the podcast. We are your hosts, Maribel, April, Cindy, Carol. Today, we'll be talking about how we are facing our quarter-life crisis in our mid-20s, and in Carol's case, well, late 20s. Um, (laughs) We have a few questions, and yeah, let's get into them. So mid-20s, late-20s. Um, how did you guys imagine your 20s would look like? And how did like the pandemic, I guess, affect like the goals that you had prior to this whole crazy year and continuation of the year that we're looking at? <laughs> well, it was hard, definitely. But I think we're all trying to just hang in there and hope for the best. I don't know how how long that I'll be hanging there for, but I'm still trying <laughs> to hold as long as I can. <laughs> well, I guess in twenties, um, just in general, um, I me, me and one of my um, best friends back in middle school, high school, we had this like a ten years ago, um, which pretty much ended in 2020, just last year, and then we started 2010 and back then we were just saying that um in in 10 years uh, my goal was to like be able to because back then I was planning to study abroad and you know um kind of live overseas um like so so my goal was basically to be able to kind of like work in the other country or like finish my school and be like financially independent um, out there and which is basically what I'm doing right now so which is great Um, and her goal back then was to become a lawyer in China and she just passed her like Chinese bar in 2020 so pretty much both of us are just kind of get there um, like where we wanted to be uh, so that was great, and then I think I know. Think, think, thinking back to it, I think it was also because back then we're like also like you know in high school, like what can you expect, right? Like you just kind of have to like go for step by step. So eventually, you will either become you know like working in a nine to five or like become you're gonna like land in your career, right? Eventually, anyways. So I think that was just easy, basically just setting up your goal, like what kind of career you want to go in and what kind of thing you wanted to go for um, after school, that kind of thing. So uh, that kind of just happened naturally with a little bit of uh, like direction or kind of approach to get to there. Yeah. So I don't know, thinking back to it, I also feel like having a goal is really important it's kind of nice to have it out there. So you just keep thinking about it and then keep having it as your like, like guidelines or like direction to go to. 
Um, well, of course, it's going to change uh, throughout the time because things happen, right? Uh, predictably, unpredictably. So, um, but it's always to have one there to start with. I Yeah, I like your answer. I feel like we all had like hopes and dreams and like things that we wanted to accomplish um, within our early 20s, late 20s, mid 20s, everything, all 20s. Um, I once heard, it was so funny, actually. Uh, I was on my airplane flight to Korea or to Vegas before I caught my flight to uh, to Korea when uh, this man sat next to me and he was talking to me and the other young lady that was sitting next to uh, us and he was telling us like, you guys are in your young, like, early 20s your 20s are to make mistakes and learn as much as you can and your 30s are to like be professional work your butt off and just like make yourself who you are gonna be and then like your 50s and 40 or your 40s and 50s are so you can like live and like harvest all the riches that you like work so hard to get and to me I was like that's some good advice However, I, I I had not like really looked into plan that few, ahead. Yeah, yeah. plan that ahead yet. Because I'm like, I'm 21. I'm I'm living out my dream as I was going. Because like, I coming from a small town, I really didn't have like role models that would show me like, oh, you can do great things in life. You can do things that are like super big you can do whatever you want type of thing like I really didn't have role models to dream to be anything like I don't know so to me everything was new going to university for the like being the first one in my family um other than my older sister who had just entered university two years prior um I really didn't have I guess that example of wanting to be someone big um so I'm like okay I'm gonna create my own version of who I want to be so I guess I never really had expectations of who I was gonna be in my like mid-20s um which is sad but it it was all new and fun to me so I feel like my ceiling was endless because I could do whatever I wanted um but I one thing that I do know and it was like clear and I always said I was like I want to live in a different country I want to study in a different country for at least like I don't know like six months and I did that which was weird and crazy and cool all in the same um time but I it happened way too quick I honestly thought it would happen by the time I was 25 or something but at 21 I was already like living in Korea and by the time I got home I was so depressed I was like is it over (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm like it's over (laughs) I'm like I worked so hard like I worked my butt off to just be so good in school like earn some really great uh scholarships just so I could get the opportunity to do something like that which like I I don't know if you asked sixth grade Maribel she would have never never believe that could have been an option for her so um just like knowing that I did that and I did it so quick and easy 
it was like no it wasn't quick and easy it was hard work but at the same time I'm like oh I dreamed it it happened now what like what do I do and that drove me nuts and crazy (laughs) I was like oh what do I do next what other dreams do I have what do I have to dream up and do like I've accomplished this much like what's next and I always volunteered when I was young like I would always volunteer at art events or like um helping at the food bank and just like shelters and um what do you call it Uh, I love going to uh old people homes what do you call those nursing homes nursing homes yeah and like recently I've been thinking of like getting back into volunteering and just like helping I know it's like really hard because of like pandemic and we all have to be very like safe about it but that's another thing I'm like I was so passionate about that and I just want to help more um so that's like another dream I guess I've been trying to live by more and just like finding new dreams I think that's what my 2020 like mid-20s is looking like because like so many things that I had planned just like were canceled because of 2020 and this world that's the one thing that I learned uh you really can't plan for your life because life will come back knocking and be like hey yeah no um we we can't work with your plans like can we reschedule (laughs) so yeah I guess finding new dreams has to be a whole life thing not just like a year thing I imagine to be dating in my 20s which is another (laughs) thing that I know we might bring up and yeah that's that hasn't happened yet so um so I guess thinking back to like junior senior year of college like when we're just starting our 20s that was um, too long ago I know (laughs) I was like I was a child then wow (laughs) but yeah I think um how I imagined my mid-20s when I was the beginning of my 20s is kind of I guess I'm living it right now I would say um because like I imagined having a a good design job at a company uh, working my way up to like a senior designer I'm not a senior designer yet but I am one of um, the main designers so there's that and then uh, financially I would say I am at where I imagined myself to be and I live at home so I'm saving a lot of money um, and yeah, oh, jealous <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's what I planned for because I didn't really plan to move out anytime soon. Um, but yeah, so, well, and then what Maribel said, kind of dating, I imagined myself to be like in a serious relationship, like almost to the point of like marriage, but that's not happening. Um, but with that being said, um, now that I'm in my mid-20s, I'm kind of like, I guess, lost because after or uh, after we graduated college, I really didn't know what I wanted to do um, except to get a job and like start making money. And I was hoping by like my mid 20s, I would figure that out, like what I want to do. But, you know, quarter life crisis. <laughs> um, I'm starting to like question what I want to do. 
with my life now certain things like I always ask myself like why do I need to get a job like why do I need to stay in this company that kind of questions yeah (laughs) yeah and we're like why can't we have a farm (laughs) yeah Yeah, with a bunch of doggies and kitties and then I don't know bunnies (laughs) (laughs) that would be my life goal I yeah like I literally wanted to live somewhere that far away from the city where no one knows me I don't know anybody and then I'll have a farm with a bunch of animals that I talk to them every day (laughs) (laughs) that's like a dream yeah I I, um I do feel the same I feel like right now I I don't I kind of have more time to think about what I want in life I find myself start questioning questioning the thing I do a lot like I, I always want to give a reason why I'm doing certain things. Then, then I am finding a hard time just knowing why that I'm doing it. And then I will just, I don't know, ask myself like, even why did you go to college? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which is a good thing. Otherwise, I wouldn't know you guys. But like, I'll, I'll ask them like, why did you do certain things? Is that because you want to get a job? And then now you you have a job. And and the, now what? Right? Like, because I think. Um, I might go a little bit more in depth here because now like sometime I would think about like we all have this certain privilege of not need to care about our family like like our family do not need our, our, our like financial support that kind of thing like the only thing or not a thing or like the only person that we need to care about is ourselves. so that opens up a lot of like uncertainties or like the, mm-hmm. the decision making is on ourself, what you wanted to do, what you want to pursue in life. And that just like, there's a million doors that suddenly just open up to you. And then <laughs> what you're taking next, it's a question, which is so hard to make because you only can take one out of the million and there's no regret really, because any doors you go in there, I feel like you need to take a time to like really you know work hard to get what like only eat to right you can't just go in there and then just like take like really like superficial um work and then that like look and feel of it and then regret okay i don't want to do one then and then just kind of quit but that's not how it would be right like you will like just like everyone would stay in their career for like 20 or 40 years um you know, in order to be successful. Um, so that I think, yeah, that's something kind of struggles me a lot. And then that make me think about a lot, like what I really wanted to do, um, you know, for uh, a decent amount of time in my life um, that I can't really take a step back to regret about it. Because that's a decision I'll be making for myself, right? There's no one really to blame to uh, if I, you know, did regret about it. I think one question that I am like asking myself a lot nowadays is like, why can't I do this? Like, mm-hmm. so and so like like done it. Like, why can't I? And like, what what am what am I waiting for? Mm-hmm. So yeah, do it. Just do it. Very. Do it. <laughs> I think it's a great question to ask. Like, why can't I do it? it it's like kind of motivation because I know during these times we kind of seek out like a, a glimpse a sliver of like hope for the future and it's like yeah why not me why can't I like I can do anything from my phone 
from like my house essentially that's what we've realized in this world that we can do everything remote which is crazy because compared to a super fast-paced world that we were living before you had to commute you had to get somewhere you had to do things in order to function um in society and now it's like I can function from my home and I can do it pretty much like do anything so yeah that's a great question I will take that from you and I will ask myself that (laughs) (laughs) think about it for fun right I'll uh you know just add some I don't know uh dimensions to your life I guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know what I have been finding that that's like the hard thing in my life now. Like I'm good at so many things. I'm just not an expert in one thing, which like, I don't, I prefer being really good at a lot of things than like being an expert at one thing. However, it like also leads you into a madness, like (laughs) a place of madness. (laughs) Cause you're like, uh, like, what do, what do I do now? (laughs) I think that's a struggle of being like a creative person because we like trying so many things. So you're like, you know how to do like this and that, but you're not like an expert at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Carol? How's your late 20s? Uh, (laughs) Okay. Um, How'd you get through your mid-crisis? Midlife crisis. Quarter life. So I'm going from my, how did I go through my uh, quarter life crisis? I'm hitting my midlife crisis. That's what, how I'm going through it. That's pretty much how it is. No. Um, so I did not actually expect myself to be where I am as this point. Like I had very, I guess, goals that were like I think something that was might not have been achievable (laughs) so they were very much like um, I would like to be working at certain places I wanted to have like or like have my brand or blah 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 stuff like that um, which I don't have Uh, but you're like the most experienced uh, person out of us um, like mm-hmm. just just like how many fashion shows that you've been like experienced or like participate and showcase your work so many connections yeah. well I guess you could say that but it's like it also helped when you were able to gather in a space or like at school in a place where you're you basically have people around you that you can network with but now that, you know, of course, the pandemic is here, you're not exactly networking. You're not exactly able to have that conversation. And I guess for me, I personally like doing the face-to-face talk rather than like, let's say, online chat. And sometimes the other way around. But for like connections this way, it's nicer to have in-person conversation especially if we want to like show examples and we want to sketch something out or like plan something it's easier just to like set a time meet and do it in person or like go to that place meet and do it 
um, ask questions there, talk to people and show them, you know, but of course you can do that virtually as we've all learned to do this past year. <laughs> um, but it's just not, it still feels a little bit not as, I guess, how do you say it? like organic like mm -hmm. things don't pop up you can't do things as spontaneously um and then like if anything you can't really like finger huh this idea like a snap of finger the idea just pops out yeah. yeah it's like sometimes you can sit there in a meeting and you'll just be like blank the whole time but like when you're out and you're in the environment you're like getting all of this like ideas mm -hmm. and it just pops into you real fast but like when you're just at home it's kind of hard um and you're stuck in like what what do you call it the phase of your life where you like don't know what you want to do <laughs> um, no, or you're questioning what you're doing mm-hmm I totally wow. get the whole not being organic thing because like how did we meet we met at like an event like somewhere <laughs> yes. and it was like organic it just happened but I can't imagine like people not being in college or not having these opportunities to network and like getting to experience basically life because like I feel like we've been there we've like known we've dealt with like um developing friendships developing like network like networking relationships and stuff like that and that's what like kind of led us to our like careers or like positions in work and stuff like that whereas now people have to deal with like an email address if i reach out to this email address will they like respond yeah respond or reciprocate like that same like value that you would have with a person in person so like that's so difficult and I get you girl I understand completely of like wanting it organically because like it's yeah you really can't force things and in your 20s I feel like you kind of leave it up to a lot of opportunity and like fate I guess it's like you work towards it but there's a like certain um I guess factor of like luck and opportunity that has to do with it like you can't make everything for yourself you have to allow things to fall into place too yes yeah. and especially like being like in a school environment where you have so many opportunities to talk to people and connections and things like that. It's like, that's why I like, you know, if I could go back to school, I would, especially for those connections that you could make. Um, I think for me, when I was back in college over in Cali for fashion like I should have taken the opportunity to really connect with the instructors and stuff because I felt like I probably missed out on a good ton of opportunities that could have happened um, because most of the times 
you know, it's not the grade that's going to get you the job. No, <laughs> never. Oh. So like, it's mostly you got to have the experience, you have to have the connection. Um, they have you have to have somebody basically backing you saying that you have the quality that could succeed for them. Um, yeah, someone but, reputation. Yes. It um, a lot. Yeah. And that reputation, like, you know, getting those um, recommendation letters, like you have to really get close to your instructors in order not, not like, like get close to your instructors as in at least let them know you exist and you're different from the rest of the students because, you know, they have a ton of students. So what, how are they going to remember you? And if someone is asking you for a recommendation letter, you're like, how are they going to tell this person or the uh, employer that you're applying for? Like, how are they going to really tell them what you're capable of? Either a very specific, you know, letter of recommendation or a very vague recommendation or even sometimes not even a recommendation. Um, because they don't remember you <laughs> so in that sense I wish I'd done things differently but I wish like my 20s and the last few years of my 20s that I could probably change it up at least um, and step out of my comfort zone before settling even more um, and get into that mindset where you've just kind of let things go and kind of like, okay, that's it. Uh, this is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm going to stay. Um, because a few years back, I was pretty excited to like, I will go anywhere for any job. Um, but now it's like, huh, maybe I want to find something close to home. I'm like, I don't want to waste my years away. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think agree. I've heard someone said, or maybe it's like, I don't know, an old say in Chinese say, you should never feel saddled because the settlement is for dead people. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, I think like once you settle or like become comfortable with um, where you're at, you don't really grow because you always have to like have you know, goals and like ambitions. And like once you, if you keep working towards it, you'll like keep growing. But if you're like, oh, I'm happy where I'm at, then you like, you stop growing. That's not a really good sign. Yeah, where you feel mm -hmm. comfortable where you're at. Yeah, for sure. And, and a lot of time I find, like we always think about, at least myself, always thinking about, okay, you know, I, I wish I could have done that. I, I wish I could have taken that route. I'll be a lot happier. Like things will go a lot smoother. And until I, I think back back in the day, like my parent or someone said that to me, um, you think the other route will make you a lot happier, like, you know, make things go a lot smoother is because you didn't take that route. Mm -hmm. If you took that route, you'll probably think about the other route way would be like you know a lot better 
logically I think that makes sense (laughs) it does make sense I feel like if we're talking about things that we wish we would have done um or not I guess yeah would have done better um I I kind of want to add to the whole like going for it more idea um I had a lot of walls up and a lot of insecurities and I feel like I didn't go for things that I knew were a for sure thing. Like even in relationships, I guess, like I, it was like a lot of gray area. I, there was like a lot of things that I wasn't true to myself with. And that's kind of sad. I feel cause like looking back, it's like, Oh, that could have been an opportunity that could, I could have done this, but it was because I had, wasn't confident enough or I didn't reassure um like people or things like that that it never turned into anything and like I remember listening to this one song um and it just hit me I was like oh my gosh like being 25 and just like having the song reaffirm like yeah you should have gone for it and I was like oh wow like do we regret this no but I think we would have we could learn from these things and like I guess now I'm a little more open and like accepting to a lot more things whereas in my early 20s I feel like I was all business I was like I'm not letting walls down I'm gonna do this and do that and it was like strictly to get like to a different place in life rather than like just enjoying life which is kind of sad but I feel like we all want to do so much and we think that we're running out of time but when you actually have that time you realize like no like take a chill and just like (laughs) find like a pace in your life where you can embrace like all the things and actually enjoy life um but yeah like not playing a character, not being animated, but just being yourself. And I think that's so important. So, so important. (laughs) So I'm like, I learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah, there was something I read online. It was like, um, everyone has their own timeline. And like, that's very hard to, um, I guess, like, comprehend. Because like, everyone, it feels like, oh, okay, you're 20 you go to college, you graduate, you find a job and now you're in your mid twenties, you should know what you're doing. And then by 30, maybe you're like going to start settling down and have a kid. But if you think about it, like everyone is running on like their own uh, speed. And like some people start late and some people start early. Like some people can be like a CEO at like 23 or some people are CEOs at like when they're 50. So it's you just like 23 and managing three people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've seen that. It's, it's not, it's just out of nowhere. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's okay to be late. It's like you're, you're running at your own speed. So that's like something we have to kind of yeah. like focus on. And then I I really like, I guess these years have really put uh, relationships into perspective for me, at least. And I'm like, when do I fall into someone else's timeline? Like, how do you, like dating is a weird concept for me. (laughs) Because I'm like, 
how do you fall into someone else's timeline when we're really not prepared to like like especially during these times it's so hard and timing is everything and it's just so hard it's like there's never gonna be a right time because Mm -hmm. we're all in our own timeline so when it's right for you it might not be right for someone else and I don't know it's like all about messing each other's lives up (laughs) because that's what's fun and chaotic (laughs) it's like I'm gonna come into your world and mess it up and hopefully you love that (laughs) or you're ready for it (laughs) I'm like now that I think about it I'm like I need a person that is adaptive that can <laughs> like roll with the punches. Like we we need those are important things, but yeah, it's it's so difficult. I think this whole timeline thing is somewhat kind of toxic because like people are saying, okay, you need to get married by thirty, and if you're not, you're getting like anxieties or like you feel like you're fell behind your peers. Mm-hmm. Like oh, you yeah. need to be in certain jobs or like certain levels by certain age. And if you're not achieving that, you just feel like, oh my God, I'm like losing the game. That kind of thing. No, it's not. Some people find their best job in their 20s. Some, some people find that in their 40s or, or 50s, that things like that. It's all their, yeah, like all their own pace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like people are getting married now, but I feel like, I don't know, I'm just like, starting my life (laughs) I'm like finally trying to like understanding what I like what I want to do not actually yet I'm still trying to figure that out but it's like it's fun just starting yeah figuring out what you want to do like like pursue in your career it's really something fun for me to do I think at least for me like you're discovering yourself right like you're discovering what's out there and what you know you can find yourself interested into it's a really I think a great experience rather than just rushing, get into a relationship and get married and have kids and stuck with their kids, uh, stuff like that. Uh, I can't imagine that. And I have friends that like they're great moms and they've been moms for years now. And I don't know. I just, I just don't see myself in that life. Like I couldn't imagine giving up on some of my young dreams to be a mom. Like, and I like I commend them. I'm like, wow, like you're doing some great work there. But it's different. It's just not a life that I would have chosen for myself, or would have gone with it, or pursued that. I guess. And yeah, it's the whole timeline thing. Like you said, is toxic because I don't want them comparing their life. Like, oh, I wonder if I wouldn't have had kids and like gotten married, I would have been doing like something like me because like Maribel's life no Maribel's life is not perfect Maribel's life like I do want those things however I like I guess they're further down the line for me um but I I always thought it was really I don't know weird with the whole timeline things (laughs) I think yeah that's a whole like timeline and the comparisons is something that we really should avoid do you guys think that like not comparable. comparisons hold you guys back or like they stop you from doing stuff in your life? I feel sometimes they do. Um, growing up in Asian 
family, <laughs> as you know, you're compared to your cousins, your siblings, um, what they do, um, what your parents hope for you to do. An artistic route is never the route. Any any culture artistic route is never the route. <laughs> yes. Um, so in that sense, you're like sometimes like, because artistic route is like, you know, you sometimes get the lucky star and you find what you want to do and you have, and you can do what you want to do and make a living off of it. But most of the time it's very, I guess, unstable. So you'll do something here or there. And it's not for everyone, of course. And then there's sometimes where I question if I just want to do, you know, the nine to five job and find something. And even though I've gone to school for certain things, like, do I want to continue? Because it's not. And of course, going back to like, you know, the timeline and how it's like, oh, I'm getting to that age. I need to be somewhere. I need to be doing something. I need to make something of myself already. And, you know, inside I'm like, I don't want to give it up yet. But then you have everyone around you telling you, you know, you need to find something soon. You need to do that soon. And you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. And then that pressure and you're just like, should I just, you know, give it up? Does it matter at this point? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The overthinking bit of it. It's so, so terrible for mental health too, though. Like I feel like being compared to so many, like even within your own family, like, sisters or brothers or just cousins like you guys said um we're always gonna be compared and and sometimes it's like your parents are telling you or your family members anyone your friends are telling you out of like the goodness of their hearts to encourage you but sometimes that's not the way people are encouraged I know that I'm a person that's like I need to be positive positively like encouraged in order to move somewhere else rather than like oh why can't you do this I'm like your words mean nothing to me <laughs> like I need to be like positive positively affirmed in order to be a better version of myself rather than you comparing me and bringing me down in whatever way in order to be a better person or anything like that so yeah I've uh, I I guess like I also learned that um, sometimes you just have to not care what people are talking to you about like in a sense I know we talked about like being shameless and sometimes it's like you're not proud of your work or you're not proud of your anything you do when you try to hide it when people are not receiving it with like support you know However, sometimes it's, like, all about trial and error. Like, you have to find out for yourself. You have to have that experience in order to move on. But then there's a balance. You also need to know when to move on. So, and I think that's the important part of growing and learning. So. Yeah, just awesome to back up and mind their own business. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. I have, a, I have a, I don't know, I have a funny yet sad-ish story. I think back in the days when I, I think when I was in college and then there's one time I was back in China and then I was uh, with my aunt and then she was just, cause I was like kind of towards the completion of my college back then. And then she was kind of saying that, uh, do you want to go back? Uh, or do you want to come back or do you want to stay and get a job there? Or do you want to still like continue pursuing like a higher level education? And I was like, um, cause at that time I was like, I wanted to get a job. I, I wanted to try what I can do out there in, in, in the like markets, um, and kind of, kind of see how far I can go because I was just like trying out different internship, try to like, you know, fulfill my resume, that kind of thing. Like I was preparing to get a job after I graduate like I did not just do nothing and and start looking for a job the moment that I graduated right and then and then she was like you should go to your master you should continue study because uh, you're not going to get a job with your bachelor degree in China I was like did you just study abroad and then come back <laughs> like I I mean, I didn't really say that, right? And then I was like, just, I basically just said that, okay, I'll try. Um, I just find a lot of people like, I, I, I know that they want me to be good, right? Like I, they want me to be competitive when looking for a job in the job market. But I don't like people just, they never experience it. They just kind of assume things by hearing if I'm like here and there, just having that like, I don't know, like weird or like out of nowhere impression on certain things because that's how like things are going. Uh, like for some people that they've heard, it's not mean that does not mean that it happens to everybody, right? Um, and then that kind of just like she said that very like um, she was like pretty confident that you're just not gonna get a job with your bachelor's degree coming back to China. I was like, how do you, how do you know? It's like, you're not going to be successful with your like part-time job, like with your artwork. How do you know? Have you ever experienced that and you failed? Like they never, right? It never even thought about it. Like, how can you know that I'm just not going to be successful or like, I'm just not going to be okay with what I wanted to do, right? It's just... I just don't like that kind of you know assumption just out of nowhere. And then you just like pretty much put a cab like onto my head saying that I'm just not going to be fine. Like, I'm just not going to, like, things are not going to go well if I decide to pursue that route, that kind of thing. I guess it's like, in that sense, the putting the fear of failing in you. And of course, you shouldn't really be fearful of failing because that's what you learn. Um, and I wish I had not listened to some of the like people's comments and stuff like that and just went ahead and did it anyways. And if I failed, then I would have learned from it myself and, you know, taking it from experience. I guess the concept of age doesn't really matter and it's like experience does not equate like I think experience is much more than like age if you do a lot more 
And it's like, you need to kind of live through it to see it. And a lot of people are like, oh, no, you're too young to understand. It's like, no, I've done a lot. I've experienced, I know it's like, I probably experienced a lot more or like a different life. I think we should probably move on to this quote that uh, we found. And I love C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis is such a good uh, author. Um, but it says, you're never too old to set another goal or dream another dream. And that's just so cute and so dreamy and so something that we should um, really live by. And I feel like I personally am living this out more and more um, each year, just like finding new dreams, finding new visions for my future and just like trying to live those out and trying to accomplish them. Um, yeah, because I feel like I'm, a person that thrives on finding new things and being ambitious, setting goals towards different things. So now we will be moving on to the foodie segment. Today, we will be talking about the hidden gems. Um, so during the pandemic, uh, there's still hidden gems, places that we like to eat at, uh, whether it's in the state or out of the country. So what are some of your, your favorite hidden gems? <laughs> well, I recently discovered mochi donuts, and I feel like I've always talked about mochi donuts, but they're so good. Um, there's this really great place in Apache Junction, um, and they're called My Mochi, M-A-I Mochi, and they're so good. I love them so much. They are uh, locally owned by, I think... Um, I think it might be a Japanese, like, dad and daughter situation. I don't know for sure, but they're so good. Yeah, it's so sweet. And I become their new customer. I discovered them off of TikTok. Thank you, TikTok. Um, And yeah, they're so yummy. And I know that there's another place called um, Hot Bamboo. They have the boughs. I haven't been there. Ooh, I think it's in Chandler, actually. And they have, like, the little boughs in different shapes. So they have, like, a little piggy one for the pork one, like, with the filling with the pork. Um, They have different, like, characters. So I know for, like, Serrano week, they had, like, all the... uh, What do you call it? Wait, what's what's the Hello Kitty? Is that Serrano? 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 Ah, Sanrio? Sanrio. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) They had like all the Hilla Kitty and like different characters that they Mm. have. Um, And every week their characters change. So when I um, ordered from them, I had um, Olaf. Ooh, yummy. Yeah, this is a like a bow place in Vancouver. They offer like a different color of bows exactly Xiaolong Bao but like they have a different like uh insert and with the different colors super Ooh. cool I just discovered it one day randomly on Instagram then I save it but never went <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess now you have to go check it out yeah. and then let us know if it's good but yeah I love trying new food places I love desserts what about you guys any in Arizona oh in Arizona okay um well no <laughs> I mean, 
you can share too whatever you I that I like was April about back in the days. Um, I like to go. Sorry, that was a little bit ago that I have to think about. But I, I, I like recently I've been having like like the takoyakis a lot. Ooh, um, in Vancouver, um, they offer it sometime like just on the on the street. Um, then I'll just usually just go in and grab like a box of it. It's like super good, super fresh. Um, and wait, like, are you talking about like street stall? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they have like a Japanese like a street stall, and then offer like takoyaki, like all kinds of get the fresh ones. Oh my gosh! Yeah, put like the sauces on top. Yeah, they put. I don't know what would you call that. Like um, mayo. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like the sauce for like um the octopus boss, but they Mm -hmm. also put like the waving thing. But like it's like super thin because the um the takoyaki is really hot. So like when you put on there, like the hot kind of the um wait, is it thing the is brown like color or is it the green yeah, color? Yeah, the brown the brown color. It's got something flakes. I remember <laughs> oh it now. It's bonito yeah. flakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I I yeah, I usually at Matsuri I would get the tapioyaki too. It's so good. <laughs> I, I I like it so much that I bought those like a frozen ones. Then I also bought a sauce from Amazon for like twenty bucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. You must have been was, really craving this. <laughs> I know, like I must have been out of mind, but that's the only place where I can find it. Mm-hmm. Um on Amazon I was a little weird, but I just got it and then yeah. Just because, like, if you eat it like a plain, it just like doesn't really have a flavor, so it's it'll be you good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be you better. Need to with recreate sauce. those flavors. Yeah. Mm, I love. Oh, it. I remember what I always had back in Arizona, but it's not really a hidden gem. Like I feel like everyone likes it. I always get like crepes. <laughs> <gasps> crepes are so good. Wait, where would you go? I went to there's one. Um, there's a shopping mall in Phoenix. What is it called? Biltmore. I went for that one. But groups are very common. It's like you just get on the street or like in a random place that you can get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always have the grapes that has like the uh, whipped cream and strawberry. Mm. Oh my god, oh, so yummy! <laughs> um, I bought a crepe machine or like a, a hot skillet thing to make crepes and like me and my sister we had like this I I think it was like two years ago or a year ago that we would just make crepes like anybody would come to our house we would make them crepes it was kind of like our version of coffee and like cookies or coffee and whatever or, or tea and cookies being <laughs> caught um like it's like a ice cream kind of thing but they like they're making it kind of like how they're making crepes. Rolled ice and, cream? Yeah, rolled ice cream. I never had that, but I like literally seeing that everywhere. It's Are really like creamy, creamy and heavy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it yeah. sounds like it. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of ice cream, but I've, I've had it before and it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. I love frozen yogurt. So I'm like, take me to frozen yogurt. I love it. <laughs> All the toppings on just put so many strawberries and like fresh toppings. Um, but there's also this place in Santan. I don't know if you guys go out there very often. <laughs> no. But 
there is this French bakery called La Madeleine, and they sell like tarts. Mm-hmm. Like French fruit tarts and stuff like that, and bread, and they have like fresh baked breads and stuff. Um, and I stumbled upon it, and I love their tarts. And like they're, they have some cookies that taste like butter, and I'm like, oh, so good, so so good. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, a little more French, kind of gives me vibes of Paris baguette or like Toulouse Jours, but just like a little more. French American rather than like Korean flavors, which is a little different, um, but it's still yummy <laughs> um, because I love Tous Les Jours and uh, Paris Baguette too. They're so yummy. I don't know if it's like a hidden gem, but um, so it's like a, a, it's called Hong Kong Diner. It's like the best <laughs> uh chinese restaurant like my family has been going there since i can remember and there's like pictures of us since we were like very little and we just like every time it's like my grandma's birthday or if it's like a holiday we'd always go there and it's funny because we used to have like one table and we like sit like the 10 people and then it like it keeps growing now we have like, oh wow I think we need like two and a half tables now. <laughs> Adults on one table, place. kids on one table. Because now we get like a different set of food. Yeah. <laughs> oh dang. And it's and like where, oh, where is it at? Where is Red it located? Uh, rural and Ray. Rural and mm-hmm. Ray. Yeah. Like very close to school. <laughs> it is pretty close to school. Yeah, but it, it's so good. It's like yeah, a the, restaurant. The, Kind of mm-hmm. thing, yes, or it's it's a like a dim sum. Oh, okay. But they offer dim sum too, right? It sounds like they would. Mm, or no? no, they don't do dim sum. They do like a lunch buffet. Oh. I've never been to the lunch buffet because we go and get like the the table set meals <laughs> <laughs> and like add on dishes. <laughs> but like literally mm. everything is so good. Yeah, I haven't had dim sum for a while now, and then I really want to have one. Oh my god. I know. Dim sum. Yeah, you have to find some great dim sum order out places so you could just get some delivery to <laughs> I know. I mean, like for some food, I feel like you really have to just dine in to yeah. kind of have the vibe. I like, think if you just take home. Them. Yeah, I know, right? Like if you take home, it just kind of, it, yeah, it would just be like, a type of food that you're eating right it's not like you're having dim sum what i want is the vibe <laughs> it's not really the food i mean well it's the food partially but still like you I want the vibe while, while eating the food yeah and that kind of thing hmm. we'll get dim sum one day yes in vancouver yeah. come to vancouver and then we'll have dim sum. <laughs> it'll be our tradition plus all, all other kind of food <laughs> I know. It's only just dim sum. I had dim sum for the first time with you guys, so I'm like, you guys experience. Uh, we experienced dim sum. You guys made my dim sum experience. <laughs> but you didn't try the food that you know, uh, like only dim sum would offer. So you should try that. Next time. <laughs> I guess you're right. Then we have to try it again. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Carol? What's a place? 
there's a few places back in Cali <laughs> that I really, really, really enjoyed. Um, one of them was in Little Tokyo. I don't know if it's still there. I hope it is. Uh, but it was called Four Leaf. And they made... Oh, I heard. Is it gone? I think so. Oh, that's sad. But they did make the crepes. And that's where I would get the crepes. And they made basically sweet crepes or savory crepes. And I loved savory food. So I would get the savory crepe. And it was so crispy. It was delicious. And then there was another place... um, I don't remember what it's called, <laughs> but it was in the, like, in downtown LA, like a little small area nook, and it was like Japanese food, and it was really, really tiny, like a hole in the wall, and I would get, and they have really good sushi, sashimi. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. We shouldn't really be talking about food at this time of the day. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. My tummy just growled. I'm getting hungry too. And then I find a lot of good restaurants or like delicious food are all like located in like some unassuming buildings or like just very tiny spot of of downtown mm-hmm. or like out of nowhere. And they, they, don't, re- they don't really like advertising or, or anything. People just go because like, like one would tell the other and another would tell more people. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, literally, find this sushi place? place was so tiny. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, if you find some places randomly at really like weird place or out of nowhere, that's already telling you that's a good restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> we love food. We love great dessert locations. You know that. Like, we know a lot of places, but a lot of people don't know about them. Um, I've introduced so many people to Snowtime. And they're, like, even from out of town, they'll come to Phoenix and, like, Tempe Mesa just for Snowtime. I've had friends that just came into town for the Two Hands uh, Corn Dogs. Hot Dogs. dogs. (laughs) Corn Dogs. Yeah. And it was just, like, I introduced them to that, too. But, like, at the same time, like, TikTok has really taken, like, the opportunity to share these foods with people from out of town and they come even like they travel for this food so it's really crazy to me it's a crazy concept but yeah I love introducing people to new foods I know like boba places they always ask me like what's the great boba place and I'm like stay away from powdered boba places I'm not gonna name any places that serve boba with powders but you know who you are so <laughs> like stay away from them and i just like recommend really good tea houses to them so mm-hmm. and it's all because you guys have introduced me to them too <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i have a good group of friends that have introduced me to those so we want to be those friends for you been... are those boba plates that we went back in school times like are still there are they still, still there plus more plus more now there's more oh, there's actually over. more opening up that wraps up our show for today. If you haven't already, please make sure to follow us on Spotify. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to leave a five-star review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at a little bite of everything.pod. That's the acronym A L 
boe.pod. We will also be posting this recording on YouTube. So please make sure to leave a comment there. We hope that you have a delicious day. Bye. 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 Bye.